Hey guys, it's Carly. Welcome back to my podcast, One Woman Gig. I am so excited. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for today's topic. I would consider this a dance do, which is talking. Let's have, you know, talking conversations within the dance community. And with me today, I have a very special guest. Please help me welcome James Alonzo. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I am amazing in yourself. Oh my gosh, amazing. Um, I feel like I'm doing, I think I'm doing well. No, you know what? I am. I am doing well. I'm not at your level of amazing, but I feel like at this time in my life, I, like, I'm here. I'm well. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm well. You know, it's been a trying year, but, yes. you know, yes. we're here. We have our health. You know, and that's all you know, it's good vibes. For, okay. Honestly, yeah. Like that's super it's yeah. kind of sort of like everything. So yeah, we have that and blessed for that. And um just taking it one day at a time. Okay. One day. One day at a time. Yeah. Period. Um, period. Uh James, I kinda wanna start um, you know, and give give everybody a chance to get to know you a little bit. I would say for you, um, I would say you're pretty well known at this point. Um, you know, I feel like you've <laughs> I'm serious. You've grown like, you know, as a dancer, choreographer, teacher. I know you have experience with photography as well. Hashtag photographer. Yes. Um, and you've been up here in New York since 2015. I know you're from originally from North Carolina. Um, what would you say has been your biggest takeaway from moving to New York in terms of gaining experience and i'm gonna say it yes notoriety i mean hashtag brand new day you, you've got, got some recognition okay <laughs> tell me what has been your biggest takeaway what's up what's up um my biggest takeaway i don't know i just never give up i know it sounds so cliche um but i think moving here i have i have i feel like i've been through the gambit of just trying to find places to live not having anywhere to stay you know, trying to take class, mm. being in school at the same time, and then, you know, just a lot of different things. So I just, you know, I definitely think also, I always say, like, what's for you is for you. I know it's a very general term, but, you know, I just think it still holds true. Um, and I think this mm -hmm. past quarantine has definitely taught me that. Like, you know, I never thought I could do certain things, or I never, you know, all my friends were getting certain jobs and I wasn't, you know, and now, you know, I was experimenting mm. with my little IG talk show and then I did Brand New Day. And that was just something more, something that along the lines of what I really want to do. And I never really kind of explored that, you know. So um, mm. I definitely think it has my biggest takeaway is just, you know, knowing, you know, what's for you is for you. And also, you know, just don't ever stop and don't ever give up and don't hold, limit yourself to just one thing. You know, I think, you know, right. as creators, we are not a monolith and we don't only want to dance. We don't only want to choreograph. We don't only want to do this. So, you know, yeah. right, I was long winded. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Listen, this is the first question. Like, this is good conversation. I'm hyped. Like, but honestly, like, I think it's so true, whether it's cliche or not, like literally like what's for you is for you. And like, don't give up. I feel like it's so easy to get like, I don't know, um, down on yourself or get kind of get like discouraged when you do see friends of yours or like, you're like, Oh, well, so-and-so's doing this and so-and-so's doing this. And it's, it's inevitable. We're humans. Like we're not freaking robots. Like, yeah, like I want that too. And like, if you don't have it, you're like, Oh, maybe I should just stop. But I think every dancer or creative, like we have those moments where it's like, 
uh, should I, should I stop? Should I, you know, what, what is for me or what's going on or whatever, but it's true. Like keep going. Just don't, don't stop. Like don't give up. And passion definitely, I feel like drives a lot of us um, as artists. Like that's, we're kind of crazy people, you know, like not yes, I agree. in a bad way. <laughs> I agree. Kind of crazy. Yeah. But that's, that's awesome. And I mean, good for you. I, uh, you've done really great projects um, since you've been up here in New York, since having met you, but definitely I feel like during quarantine and being able to utilize your skill set as choreographer and just again, brand new day. Like I was so proud when I saw that. I was like, Oh my God. Like I I just, I felt like a proud mom. Like I don't, I don't even, it was great. And just uplifting. No, thank you. Thank you for doing what you do and like putting that out there. So kudos to you. Um, No, awesome. I was going to say, we're talking about, you know, talking. And I feel like sometimes in the dance world, certain topics are swept under the rug. You know what I mean? And yes, like reputation is important, whether you're a dancer, whether you're a lawyer, whether whatever you do in life, obviously like reputation is an important factor. But I feel like honesty and fairness, you know, those are values that can equate to your reputation or, or even like surpass it. So I would I, I want to ask, like, what do you think there is or why do you think there is a sense of, quote unquote, like fear to talk about certain topics in the dance community? Like, why do we tiptoe around certain things? I think people are trying to not piss off anybody or burn a bridge so that they can get a job. You know, I think mm. a lot of things come down to getting a job and trying to not burn a bridge so I mean you know we're not gonna say they did this to me or on the job or you know they, the pay wasn't right or they treated me this way because they're like oh well if I say that they're not, they're not gonna hire me for a Beyonce on the next tour you know so, I mean I definitely mm, you know yeah. I always think that you know and especially with dance everybody's looking for the next job like you know everybody's you know it's very it's not yep. a nine to five kind of thing so it's like you know and your reputation is what matters. So if you're, even if you are in the right, you know, you're pissing off choreographers or you're kind of speaking out about different things, you know, you you could be blacklisted, quote unquote, you know, and not work. Yep. You know, and I, I think people have that fear in the back of their mind. And I kind of think that's the main reason why a lot of these things are right. taboo. Even if it's not working, if it's like teaching or whatever, it's always like not, a, right. not pissing off the person that has the power. <laughs> right. Right. And it's, yeah, like, it's almost like you can't be too opinionated or like, I know for me, like owning a dance studio and there's a whole cliche around quote unquote dance moms. And they're like, oh, well, you know how dance moms are. It's like, mm, but it's, yeah, opinionated. I don't know. I But I feel like there's, there's so much that goes on. I kind of want to like, kind of sort of go off on a tangent a little bit, but something like, for example, like health, right? If someone, let's say someone is sick, um, and I don't want to even say like, you know, related to COVID or anything like that, but if someone is like sick or they have like an underlying condition or something, yeah, that's not something you necessarily want to announce to people or whatever to, because it's fear of like, oh my gosh, if I say that I have this sort of condition then no one's going to want to work with me or think that I can't do it. But it's like, how do we know, what if there are other dancers or choreographers even who might have the same type of issue and they might have help for you or like a recommendation? It's just, I, I think the fear, <sighs> I don't know. I just like walking. I mean, no, no, no. I, I, I agree with that. I had a recent thing. Maybe kind of similar. I mean, I was teach. I was like setting a piece on like these. I mean, they were adults, but you know, this. I was like, mm-hmm. I just thought she had a bad attitude, and I just thought she wasn't like. I just thought she wasn't good and had a bad attitude. Like hard stop. 
Oh, okay. I know that sounds really bad to say, but that's what I thought. And then at the end of no, the whole okay. project, she was like, "Oh, I just got in a car accident like a week ago, and I could, I could, I could <gasps> like fully rotate my arm, and so like I've kind of been having pain." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, well, why didn't you say that from the very beginning? You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, literally, you know, he's yeah. trying to fight through it and do all this stuff. And I'm looking at her like, oh, well, I'm never working with her again. Like, you know what I mean? And you know, and I, and that's why I get that moment where it's like, you know, you." I guess, I guess as a dancer, you're like afraid to say it, you know, and I, you know, and because you're just like, oh, what if they do this? But in the long run, it's like, you're almost like hurting yourself for not saying it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a healthy balance. I would just say, I do not understand why that is actually, as far as like, when it comes to those type of situations, I'm like, yeah, that don't make no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like logically, you're like, why don't you just say something like you know what I mean like from the outside you're like "Mm, why don't you just give a heads up but I guess when you're in the moment yeah like it's just you don't want to let people down you want to be in the moment you don't want to be fired you don't want to like lose your spot type of thing but I and I think there's a healthy balance for for like okay let me not expose every aspect of my personal you know whatever but like finding that healthy balance of like okay you know what this is what's going on but I am able to five six seven eight for you and you know whatever I don't know um it kind of yeah, I feel like this kind of leads into my next question in in regards to, you know, talking. Do you believe there is a healthy way to talk about certain topics or concerns, you know, within the dance community without feeling that sense of oppression? I mean, I definitely think, of course, talking to your peers, one, number one, is, you know, probably the easiest way. Uh, I definitely think, mm, you know, people true. that are, you know, maybe in your same eye range level, whatever, you know, definitely I feel like can always relate to what you're going through um a certain way right um i definitely think like even if it's i don't know even kind of going back to the same example you know with the health thing or the physical thing like i mean i feel like it's kind of mm-hmm. talking to the the person you know what i mean i feel like i get that all the time i get that a lot mm-hmm. too as far as like coming into a, a situation like a teaching thing or whatever kids will always come up to me and be like mm-hmm. oh she hurt her arm oh she did this i just let you know you know what i mean and you know, and sometimes, right. you know, I mean, I guess I get it because there are moments where I'm like, okay, girl, whatever. You know, there are moments where I'm like that as a choreographer. So, <laughs> but, that, that's, but that's usually because, like, I know, like, I've worked with it before and I'm like, okay, I've already seen that you're lazy, period. You know what I mean? So, okay. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> um, this is a, all about honesty. This you know, is great. I but, love um, and I definitely feel like, you know, even coming to the choreographer or the teacher or whatever, you know, one-on-one, just, you know, just being respectful. You know what I mean? I feel like transparency is the best thing mm. that you can have, you know? And, but I, and I feel yes. like, you know, if you are genuine, people will respect it. You know what I mean? You're coming, you know, you come at a situation where it's like, well, this is what it is. Like, I'm not going to be late. Like, I'm not whatever. You know, you're still on time. You're still doing this. You're still doing that. But I just want to let you know that I might not can do this. You know, and I feel like people have no choice but to respect it especially if you're doing what you need to do on the back end um true so i mean true. sorry i mean i kind of went off onto a tangent but as far as like, discussing no. it i mean i to me i feel like peers you know or like going to that person of that higher authority one-on-one is maybe a good way mm-hmm. of doing it first you know or maybe somebody directly under them like if it's like an assistant situation or whatever you know kind of talking it out with somebody else I feel like it's like a good way right. to kind of like start the conversation. Um, right. Yeah. I think, 
Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Um, I agree. And I mean, we all have friends. Like, I feel like naturally that's something that you do when you're like, when you call up your friend, you're like, listen, I had the worst day ever. And you just kind of like lay it out on them first and just kind of just like get it out there of like, you know, advice from a friend or like, you know, just almost like affirmation. They're just like, okay, what is this? What is this? Whatever. Yes. But um, yeah, transparency, I think is super important. I feel like that's part of life period. Whether again, you're a dancer, you're a whatever, whatever career anywhere, you know? <laughs> Yeah, like legit, it really does. Um, I kind of have like a part two to that question in regards to again, health healthily is that a word? Healthily, healthily. I don't know. Okay, well, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in regards to expressing yourself in a healthy way, um, you know, during quarantine, there's been a lot of conversation on social media, primarily on Instagram, in regards to like quote unquote uh exposure um with like certain teachers choreographers within the industry sometimes even dancers and there have been these like apologies and like you know just it's been it's been a lot let's just say that um (laughs) would you say that there is any sort of like effectiveness with like quote unquote calling people out or is that like a an effective way to talk about things you know what I mean is that a a good way to bring things to the table for the community or like what are your thoughts on like that IG exposure well me and my friends have had several conversations about this and um because we do we have done our own like little talk show situation and talked about these things as well like we kind of have to like really kind of work through it I mean I when specifically when it comes to like like the sexual predator stuff and like all that stuff. I when it, mm. when it got really heavy during like quarantine, I personally felt like, is this the best platform to be doing this? You know, right. And I mean, I still don't know. I mean, I I don't think so because I feel like you know, it, to me, I feel like if you're coming out and saying something that this person did something to me, whatever it was, you know, now you're on doing on IG mm. live like. You can't control how social media and the world is going to perceive that, you know? And I'm like, is that yes. really healthy yep. for you as a survivor of whatever, you know, to to deal with that? You know what I mean? Because maybe everybody's not going to be on the side, right. you know what I mean? And and then, like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like it, it, got, it started to get really dicey when it would be, like, I don't want to say mm. minuscule things, but, you know, maybe may it wasn't, mm. like, pressing charges kind of allegations it was more like something maybe happened that could go both ways and now you're like putting mm. people's lives on the line livelihoods on the line because people are like not working anymore after these things like you know like tony's always has is gone like i don't even think Salvador right. like is probably really working anymore you know like these people some people have yeah. gone to jail like you know what i mean like it's been yeah. like a thing not saying that they don't deserve for these things to happen but i'm just saying you know like I don't know. I just always feel like is is it the best way for people to to heal, or just the best platform to do it on? Because now you have all these different opinions, all these different things, and mm. you know you're kind of creating a narrative, and the other person really can't. I don't. I don't know. It, I don't know. I guess it gets confusing. But people have said as well before. Sorry, people have said as well that you know you can't tell anyone how to you know grieve or how to you know express their pain or tell their story. So True. you know. True. That's why I say is I don't know. I still I'm like I still question it though. 
Yeah, no, like, honestly, like, Instagram is obviously a global platform that is used. And you can't you can't control who's seeing who's viewing who's speaking you like someone's opinion, you know, and also too like, there are kids that are exposed to that. So like, that could be someone's teacher that you're talking about, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, it could, like, like, not intentionally, but just create more mess and I don't want to use the word mess because if it's something serious I don't know like I I, my words right now like it could just create more with it being on the internet like that like that is literally public domain like that is like anyone any random person even not in the dance industry can also interject and be like well this is what I think and like it just creates more you know stuff like around the the topic of discussion but i know for you and for those listening um james does have an ig live talk show called cash shit it is dope so um are you starting that back up Um, have you started another any we are trying to (laughs) rebrand since you know since ig live is not you know not as popular as it used to be since quarantine i mean all all of our episodes are on youtube um, if you go to watch what happens black dot net, well, bl- watch what happens black, yeah dot net. Uh, we are okay. there yeah. or WWHB net. I think that's what it is on YouTube. Um, all episodes are there. Like we're trying to work okay. on like kind of moving it to YouTube, uh, so that it can okay. be more of like a, I guess more of like a podcasty, but like you know, still like a video kind of thing, like, like yes, a visual, a visual yeah. you yeah. know, YouTube show or whatever. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah. And for those listening, like, basically with Cash Shit, um, James brings on different... And do you have, like, a co-host? I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, oh, okay. Do you have a co-host? Yeah, Shane um, Fowler was my co-host. And then DeAndre... Shane. Um, uh, DeAndre Pierre is my producer. <laughs> so, yeah, we co-host. Okay, I know. Yeah, team. We yes. Yeah, we, did, we hosted together. Uh, we, did, we bring on different guests every week, or we were bringing on different guests every week to talk about different topics. We did teaching, uh, we did colorism and appro- appropriation, we did heels, we mm. did the whole, you know, N-word mm. thing back in the day, we did sexual abuse, yep. we did, um, you know, intersectional identities and, you know, masculinity, and we did, you know, within dance and all yep. those things, like we, we t- covered a range of topics. A range, y'all. So if you, no, not if you, you will need to like tune in and and take a listen, take a watch, you know, all that, because there are definitely great topics that you, you were able to discuss. And just also it was controlled. It was like a controlled situation because you were talking directly to like a guest, you know? So I, I personally thought that like, yes, some of the topics were heavy. I'll say that they were like heavier, but I thought for me personally, as a viewer, I was like, this is, this is like good conversation and like real stuff that you're talking about. It's literally like it's real shit. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like it really was. Shit, so like check the nah. but-, <laughs> <laughs> but like yes though, like honestly, and like there are great podcasts out there too. So for listeners, like there there I feel like there are definitely healthy ways to talk about certain topics in the dance community. Um and definitely tune in with James and cash shit and everything like that. And there are, again, podcasts. I know like Luam has a podcast. Um, I do have a question. I only have like a couple more questions, but the next question kind of just piggybacks off of what we were just talking about, like healthy ways Mm -hmm. of talking. Like, should we encourage dancers to speak up in regards to like certain topics? Or do you feel like that could potentially stir, stir up? What is it like too many chefs in the kitchen type of 
you know, I, type of speak, I, if that makes sense. My friends say everybody was trying to be Oprah during quarantine. <laughs> Everyone's probably Oprah. <laughs> we are Oprah, okay? I, it's on my I resume, okay? I thought that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> it was like, you get a talk show, you get a talk show. <laughs> but, um, actual facts, yes. Funny. But, I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess, like, working through all of this stuff and kind of dealing with all this stuff, kind of talking to people, I'm not definitely thinking people should speak out. You know, whether it is as serious as like, you know, a statutory rape, sexual abuse, or even if it's just like low pay, disrespect on the job, no hazard pay, you know what I mean? Like, I I think those mm-hmm. things are important. You know what I mean? I think it is good to talk about it and to know because, you know, those are situations, you know, where that happened, you know, especially even just down to, okay, yeah. you're on the job or whatever, and they, they want you to do something very risky that may be damaging to your body and they're not trying to give you hazard pay you know what I mean like mm. them I, I, call, I feel like I call them the machine mm-hmm. you know the machine or the people at the top you know really sometimes make it hard for for dancers you know what I mean and they don't give you no other option or other out you know so I think we are yeah. afraid that it's like oh I'm gonna burn my bridge I'm gonna lose a job I won't have no money you know but it is important to speak out about that because I think it just at some point we have to kind of get the respect back you know what I mean? Like dancers or creators, we have to kind of like mm-hmm. get that respect back so that we can make more money on the job and be like, you know, real yes. talent. You know what I mean? There's no reason why, you know, we're at the bottom. Dancers are at the bottom of the totem pole, you know, and are like models get yep. more money and more, you know, privilege on a job than, and than we do. Or, you know what I mean? Or even if just watching, yep. you know, watching the credits on Jingle Jangle and the choreographer's like, the last thing you see, you know what I mean? And, and the whole movie is about dance, oh. you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, even down to those right. things that you never, or even like artists not even tagging the choreographer or the, the creators or the dancers in, that's in the video on Instagram, you know what I mean? So it, everybody <laughs> is not meant to speak out and, and be that person, you know? So okay, I think you just need to realize, realize if you are, know what the consequences are but you know and not and stand in that and not be afraid to not back down you know because there will be people who will back you because everybody from the bottom to the top can, has has probably had the same experience in some form way or fashion especially within dance you know what I mean? right so i think it really starts with yep. people speaking out and i really thought this is like i'm sorry i'm talking a lot but i no, this is i definitely good. think it starts with people at the the people at the top like the I know the choreographers have some say as well. And I feel like, I also feel like they should speak out more and say more things because, you Mm. know, but I know that they're also trying to keep their jobs as well. But I feel like, you know, I feel like we hear the least amount from them because they're trying to play the game the most. And I heard Mm. more from like these people who have an ounce of power. It really might change the game. And even like, and even the people at the top, top, like the casting directors and the directors and the producers, like, you know, I think that's also where it starts as well. That kind of leads me into my next question super quick. I was going to say, like, do you feel like people in the dance community are, <clears throat> excuse me, are weighing in on a sense of seniority um, that allows them, I'll say quote unquote, allows them to be expressive on their opinions on a public platform like Instagram. So like, I guess in general, like, like quote-unquote OG choreographers and like people in our industry like obviously yeah there are there are people 
I'll say like older generation. I don't know what to say, but just like, you know, the people that we know that are out there that are, have paid their dues and they are recognizable, you know, people, influential people in our industry. Like, is there seniority that like they can say certain things? And then like everyone else is like, well, you haven't done, you haven't earned your stripes yet type of thing. We're like, you don't, you can't really say much because you're not, Yes, yes, you know what yes, I mean. Yes, like, yes. I mean that. I mean, to be honest, that yeah. is kind of one of the reasons why we started Cashier is because we felt like the people <laughs> didn't have a voice. <laughs> and I mean, I, I say the people as I say, you know, the people outside of the choreographers or the or the OGs or the or the leaders that you might, say. you know what I mean. I, and mm. I think that kind of is the problem sometimes, like, or where it's hard to feel like mm. maybe people can't express how they really feel because there is a sense of like I'm talking at you almost when it comes from like an authority or a leader perspective you know it's like you know are, are they mm. talking at you or like lecturing or you know telling you what it is instead of like kind of hearing what you have to say and kind of like letting you speak you know and I and I think that's why mm. we started the show not to like just like I guess shameless plug whatever but um you know, we wanted there to be like a level playing field to hear from like regular dancers, regular people, whether they're wrong or not, you know, is their experience. But, you know, just from people that you don't normally hear from, you know what I mean? Or get, or they don't get the opportunity to right. speak as well because, you know, they're not, I think, I think that's just the problem with like the older generation, new generation. There's like this like little disconnect of like, we don't, I don't know. It's like, they're kind of talking, everybody's kind of talking at each other. It's like the younger people don't feel like we're heard. And then the older people are like, well, this is what we had to do. So suck it up. That's, you know. It's like the hazing process, you know what yep. I mean? So you just got to deal with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yes. You know, so it's just like this real big disconnect. So, I mean, I think IG Live was good for that. I think IG Live was good for yeah. allowing, bridging the gap and letting other everybody's voices be heard. I will say that. I definitely hear you. And I think, again, like that's why I thought for you, like having that, utilizing ig live like that was a healthy way to like yeah talk and give people the opportunity to speak out and not to say it's any disrespect to the older generation of choreographers and industry people like yeah i think there's always going to be a level and sense of respect for them but i mean dance is always evolving you know what i mean like even like look at like tiktok like now tiktok there are quote-unquote tiktok dancers who are like professional quote-unquote quote-unquote professionals yes but like you know, thing, things, I know that's like a whole nother topic, but like things, <laughs> things like that, like things are always evolving in terms of like, okay, where's dance going next? What's going on? What's being introduced? What's being like the now and stuff like that. So just being able to hear from the everyday dancing folk, if you will, like, I, I think, you know, utilizing IG live and just having ways to do that. Yeah. I think that that, that is important, but not to, again, not to knock or disrespect right. anybody who's been in the game for, for years. And they do have knowledge that yeah. we don't have, you know? So I think it's always going to be a sense of like, I want to hear what you have to say. I want to learn from you. But at the same time, we have our own experiences coming up now in like what's going on now and stuff yeah. like that. I think, so, I think it's just about you um, know hearing each other, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It's hearing yes. each other. No, I totally know? do. Because I, I think both, both are important. I was going to say, what is your opinion on what you personally would like to see as the quote unquote norm in regards to like having conversations in the dance community? Like what would be ideal for you of like, hey, we can talk about this like this or I don't know. What's like your James like dream world of communication with 
within the like dance community. topics or like how it should be handled. Um, both. <laughs> how about both? Um, <laughs> Let's sprinkle it out there. <laughs> um, I mean, as far as like how we should speak, um, or like I don't. To be honest, I don't know. Um, I mean, I definitely think, like you said earlier, like all these new platforms are good. Like, I mean, I think I do think Clubhouse is a great thing. You know, when people more people get on it. Like, I do with the dancer rooms where mm-hmm. talk about more stuff. But cash is coming soon. <laughs> um, okay. But, okay. You know, I definitely think that like things like that, like you know still talking to, you know, your people or whatever. I just, I guess I wish that more people of different groups will come together within the industry or even in styles or New York, whatever it is. There's more people who are different come together to speak Hmm. about, speak together about these topics because I always feel like it's always one group of people that talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, Hmm. Like I just have a, like, you know, like I'll use an example. Like I have a big thing about, I bet it's probably just our own past trauma, quote unquote, or insecurity of mine, you know, um, just always being labeled street jazz and like not maybe not being as respected if, with like hip hop dancers or straight male dancers, um, mm. you know, and, and there being this like mm. nuanced interaction <laughs> between the two of us, you know, not with everybody, but I, I feel it even just right. saying you do street jazz and not hip hop or not feeling like you can't do both or or you're not or you're not good at certain things or whatever like that whole kind of conversation is a big one for me um and just like respecting Mm. both sides and all styles and and not and not letting that like just this whole masculine feminine thing or certain styles are more feminine or whatever you know that whole conversation and so i just think that you know maybe it has to be an offline conversation or maybe it needs to be um, uh, where more people from different areas and different genres and different different perspectives, people of different perspectives can come together and talk about these issues. Because I think talking to your friends ain't gonna really solve it. Right. That's just more safe space to express yourself for real, for real. But realistically, with the real things that everyone's dealing with, yeah, we need to, we can't tiptoe. Like, I'm I'm glad for, for your input and your opinion. And I do agree with you. I do agree. And um, hopefully, again, New Year. I mean, you know, I just hope to. I'm going to, I just want to piggyback real quick before we close. But, like, almost just to piggyback off of that, like, people to just be open-minded. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes, communication, but also just to be, like, open-minded. Like, like why are we so afraid? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, even, like, think about, like, 20 years ago, like, things that weren't available or things that we – we're so taboo and we couldn't talk about like we are able to utilize our voices in such a crazy way in comparison to like our past like let's why I don't know like just being open-minded to just hearing people and that is part of communication listening as well as speaking but just being able to listen to each other I think um that's just super important so listening to um, internalize and receive and not listening to respond okay yep yep literally college 101 session right there no um but like that's that's so true it is so true um well james like that that kind of wraps up you know our conversation um i really i appreciate you you are so talented so based off of what you were saying before like if any like you're just you're a talented creative like mover dancer again photographer 
person. So like no labels. Like I just, I respect you so much as a person, as a friend, as like a creative, seriously. I think you're just super, super talented and nothing but respect for you. Um, and I just want to thank you for, oh, for thank you. With me. I, I appreciate that so much. <laughs> I mean, that means a lot to me and I, Thank you for having me on and asking me to be on. You know, I love to be honest and talk. So that's my yeah. zhuzh. <laughs> <laughs> always you were the, literally the first person. Yes. I was like, okay, who can I talk to about talking? I was like, wait a minute. This is a no brainer. Let me hit up James. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I really do appreciate your input. Yeah, no, for real, for real. Your input is everything. Um, do you want to insert? I know you were talking about cash shit before, but do you want to insert like your personal plug? Anything going on with you right now? You want to um, throw out there? I mean, I'm not. I'm kind of chilling right now, but I mean, you know, follow me on Instagram. You know, underscore James Alonzo. Mm-hmm. That's all of my social media. My Twitter mm-hmm. underscore James Alonzo. My YouTube James Alonzo White. You know, just check me out. Follow. Come to a class. Be on the lookout. New creative visuals mm. coming soon. Yes, to all of that. Yes, a little five, six, seven, eight. Um, so awesome. Again, I, I really, really appreciate you um and your time today. Um, and just being honest, period. Like again, I really appreciate you um chatting today. So thank you. Thank you again. Thank you, thank you. And yeah. And next time for listeners, next time I will be bringing in a guest dancer who is bold, bold with a capital B to discuss a dance do, which is be you being yourself and going out like all out with being yourself. Um, We will get into detail next time. So stay tuned with my podcast, One Woman Gig. Peace out.